Hello everyone, it's your girl Danielle. How's everyone feeling today? Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Glowhead Podcast. As I've already said, I'm your host Danielle Mamet. And today's topic is actually going to be on removing distractions and negativity from your everyday life. So now let's get into it. Okay. So this um, episode is inspired by one of the posts that is posted on Grown Women Society, the Instagram page, as well as the web page. And the quote is basically saying, a lot of problems can be solved by removing some food, some people, and some habits from your life. And personally, I think that is 100% true. I'm sure most of you will will agree with me. (laughs) Sorry, I'm a little tongue-tied. Um, but you know, different things in our lives create distractions. So for example, I know you guys have been waiting for a really long time for an episode from this podcast. And I do apologize for the delay. It's been a little over a year since, um, I started this podcast and, you know, a lot of different things have come up. You know, we were in a pandemic, you feel me? Corona came and kind of snatched the wigs off everybody (laughs) and made everybody have to readjust and reevaluate their everyday lives and so um this post really inspired me and I thought that this would be a perfect um topic to begin the new season of the Glowhead podcast and basically um we can start with the first thing right where it says some foods some foods being removed from your life can actually improve your overall health it can improve your life your mental clarity and all that um so an example of removing certain things out of your life would be fast food I know this is a it's a touchy subject for a lot of us because um, if you live in the first world, quote unquote, or if you live in America, fast food is so easy to come by. It's so convenient because it is fast. It takes less than 10 minutes for you to have your full hot meal ready to go, ready to eat. However, there is a major downside. It's full of chemicals and full of unhealthy ingredients that can make your body gain and hold on to fat and also um, has other effects on other organs that we are not even fully aware of on an everyday, uh, day-to-day basis. However, most of us can feel it in our bodies when we're trying to, you know, get back into a workout routine or trying to wean ourselves off of any of these, you know, highly addictive foods. And that's mainly because those addictive chemicals that are placed in the foods make it hard for us to wean off of it. So if we remove foods that are high caloric content and that are usually empty calories, um, and even some foods that we wouldn't consider as being quote unquote toxic or quote unquote, um, not healthy, you know, different people have different reactions to different things, you know? So for example, some people are allergic to peanut butter, right? But not everyone is allergic to peanut butter. So for them, obviously, removing that from their space would be helpful. And for me personally, I've realized um, since working in corporate America that I've developed a dependency on coffee because coffee is what gives me enough energy to get through the day to be able to do all of these tasks that I'm given while also keeping my productivity at a certain rate, which is not a bad thing. But for me personally, it's not, it doesn't agree with my body because 
I like to go the more natural route in most things. I like to keep it really simple, keep it really healthy. Um, I don't like to add like other materials, chemicals and whatnot into my diet because I know personally how I have an addictive personality. So once something gets introduced into my system, it's very hard for me to come off of it. So in order to avoid that situation altogether, I just try and avoid the thing, you know, whatever it is, whether it's food or an activity or whatever, you know, I know that about myself and I try to stay away from things that will trigger that. So I hope that helps with some people who are, you know, kind of trying to figure out how to wean themselves off of things, you know, get to really know who you are as a person, um, your characteristics. If you think that you're someone who gets addicted to different things easily, then try and avoid whatever it is that you think will make you addicted to it. Another thing is also replacing the fast food and junk food with you know healthier options like fruits and vegetables which I know is super cliche and it's also harder to do so it's easier said than done however once you get over that initial bump and the initial withdrawal that your body will go through it's so much more refreshing so much more satisfying to eat those things and eventually your body will crave that over the junk food and over the you know fast food and the other unhealthy foods that you're used to eating um taking it from someone like me again I know I have an addictive personality. I actually struggled with um, overeating for a good majority of my life. I only recently kind of started to like reel it back in and try and like get a hold of everything because when I'm getting older, so I know that if I don't, you know, address the issue now, it will become a more dire issue later on and it could affect my lifespan. It could also affect the quality of health that I, uh, the quality of life that I am able to live. So I have, you know, it's a mind over matter thing if you can get your mind to really think about what benefits you in terms of like your nutrition your food your food source then trust me it's going to be a little bit easier to get over the temporary withdrawals because one thing that a lot of people may not know is that sugar is super addictive it is the most addictive thing probably on the planet honestly uh sugar is not something to be played with Um, sugar is something that triggers our brains to wanting more of it. So if you're getting unhealthy and processed sugar from the different sources of uh, consumption, such as like food, drinks, especially drinks, soda, all those things, or candy, you know, it's going to be when you're trying to withdraw from that, you will go through withdrawals. It's almost like getting off of a drug because that is how addicted it is to our bodies. So in making sure that you get over that initial hump, and it actually only takes three weeks for you to get over something if you implement it every day. So if you for three weeks, so for 21 days straight, you make sure that you do something like you replace a, a sugary drink with water or you replace a sugary food with fruits for three weeks after that three weeks is over your body will actually want to crave the healthier thing so it's not as hard as it seems but in those three weeks trust and believe it is extremely difficult extremely difficult your body will be going through withdrawals and cravings and all the you know the whole nine and it is very difficult but just make sure you have your mindset 
that you are going to get over whatever it is that you're trying to get over. Once you do that, trust me, your life will get so much better. And it's going to not only improve your overall energy levels, but it's also going to make you happier in general. Because, again, all of these foods, all these fast foods and addictive foods that we eat, they're not good for us. And they make us dependent on them because it's a whole industry. You know, you got to if you know the nitty gritty of like the food industry, trust me when I say this, just go the more natural route. And even if that is um, taking the non-organic things in the meantime, like the non-organic fruits and vegetables, until your body is able to get properly recalibrated to the fruits and vegetables, then slowly go to the organic route, that would be ideal. You're going to see and feel a change. Um, Another thing is, and this is my... This is something that I heavily, heavily rely on is drinking a lot of water. Drink your water. Drink, 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 drink water. Water actually, most of the times when we think that we're hungry, you're probably actually thirsty. So if you feel like you're going to go for a snack because you're like you have this craving, try and drink a glass of water. If you drink that glass of water and you still feel hungry, then go for whatever snack try it, make it healthy, but you know, go for the snack that you were going to go for. But nine times out of 10, you'll see that if you just drink water, you don't even feel hungry anymore. And that's because our senses have kind of, they're kind of hard to read if you're not really sure what to look out for. So if you're looking out for signs of like, you're getting up hungry, you're getting these cravings, most likely it is thirst and not a food craving. So make sure you drink a ton of water a ton of water and it will help you also you know you'll be too busy you know eliminating that water out of your body to be able to focus on you know any drama and everything that's why people always say drink your water drink your water mind your business and it'll help you stay out of so much drama (laughs) because they are not lying (laughs) um and another thing is also try and reduce the salt and sugar intake again most of the fruits and vegetables that are you know natural they don't have a lot of sugar and they don't have a lot of salt that's not to say that you can't add a little salt here and there for seasoning or you can't add the different seasonings that you have but I would highly recommend if you are going to go if you're someone who is used to having like a a saltier taste then go for the seasonings that are low in sodium, but they still offer that same kick and the same amount of savory uh, satisfaction that you're seeking. Because if you go that route, it's going to be healthier for you as in your body. It's going to lower your blood pressure if you do have high blood pressure, and it's going to make you not have high blood pressure if your blood pressure is at a normal level. The next thing, and this is something that I always try to remember, I have to literally tell myself this when I feel like I'm starting to like overeat a lot, is this is the rule of thumb. You eat to thrive and survive, not because of convenience or because of boredom. So in America, and I'm sure in other other first world countries, we eat as like an activity. It's almost like you're eating because you don't have anything else to do, so you're eating. Or you're eating because there's it's convenient, so like you can go, for example, fast food again. This is, <laughs> I'm always bringing it up. Fast food is convenient. Also, if you're bored, fast food is convenient. So try and eliminate that from your, your daily habits, which we'll get into a little bit later. 
Um, but try and eliminate that. And trust me, it's it's going to make your life so much easier. You're going to feel so much healthier and you're going to feel like a completely new person. It's great. So the next thing that we'll get into is removing some people out of your lives. So if you remove some people out of your life, your life can get better. I always hear and see this saying on social media all the time where your network is your net worth. And that is true. When you move into different networks and you're surrounded by like-minded individuals who are striving to be their best selves and who are striving to be better people, not only for themselves, but for their community, those people tend to have a higher net worth because guess what? They are also motivated, but they're motivated not just financially, but also motivated in creating a sense of community and an uplifting space for others. So if your circle or your friends don't motivate you and keep you accountable to your goals and vice versa, because it is a two-way street, then try and network to get to where you want to be. Seek out those who inspire you and strive to be someone who also inspires and motivates others. If you have a goal, for example, my goal is to be more consistent for not only myself, but also for the listeners, you guys, my audience for this podcast. I am striving to be that way. That is something that I do struggle with in my everyday life. I struggle with consistency. So the best move for me would be to be around people who are consistent, who can produce and keep themselves accountable on a daily basis, whether that's through working out, whether that's through making sure that they get one step closer to moving towards their goal for the week or for that month or for that year, you know, just striving to be a better person than you were yesterday. Because the thing, and this is a a concept that people love to forget, but it's very important is You can only be better than who you were yesterday. Do not compare yourself with another person because you don't know their daily struggles. You don't know their daily habits. You don't know the background they come from. You don't know their strengths and their weaknesses. So don't compare yourself to others because, again, you don't really know what they're going through on a daily basis. The same way someone doesn't know what you're going through on a daily basis. So if you can look back on yourself from yesterday and today and say, you know what? I did a great job today because I was able to keep myself accountable. I was able to make sure that I completed all the goals and all of my tasks to get me closer to those goals. That's going to help you more than comparing yourself to you know, a, a Beyonce or comparing yourself to one of these celebrities that are super high, well-known. Those people got to that place because they compared themselves to themselves. They didn't compare themselves to each other. They compared themselves from who they were the day before, who they were a year before to who they are today. And that is the biggest takeaway too from this. If you take nothing else away from this podcast episode, take this little tidbit away okay and apply it to your everyday life because it will help you to achieve whatever goals you set for yourself and in your life now we'll get into some habits that can if they're changed or modified or removed can improve your life so one thing that again i'm seeing this rising of this movement which is the self-care movement and 
this is a movement where I'm sure in other communities, it's already embedded and implied in your culture. But in the Black community, it is not something that is really emphasized because of the history of what Black people have been through, whether in the homeland or in the diaspora. We've been taught to not care for ourselves because we need to put others in first. We need to make sure that everyone else is good before we're good. But at the same time, if a cup is empty, can it pour into another cup? No, it can't. So you have to make sure you take care of yourself. Take your self-care very seriously because you only have one life and one body. If you don't take care of it, chances are you're not going to be able to reach your goals because you're now then having to care. All of the self-care that you neglected for years and years and years has now finally caught up and it's not giving you the energy or giving you what you need. It's not taking you to where you need to be. And this is a concept that I kind of want to get into and I'm not sure I don't you know this might be weird or whatever but look at your body as like a time machine right you have to do the daily maintenance for that right you think of it as a car it's a transportation vehicle it's transporting you from one place in time to another place in time you going from let's say from the age of 10 to the age of 20 that's a 10 year time span you are still the same person granted you've learned a little bit more things you've grown a little bit more you have more wisdom more knowledge about the world around you but you as a person are still the same at the very root right because I remember from the time that I was six years old until the time I was 26 I remember there's certain things in me that haven't changed and that's what we call character There's also certain things that have changed. That's what we call personality. So different things apply to different people in different ways. But that doesn't mean that you have to neglect yourself. Always take care of yourself. Self-care is important. Whether that means taking an hour for yourself every day to meditate or to regroup or to make sure that you have your head set on straight for that day, then do that. If you also feel like self-care is taking care of like your physical appearance as well as exercising, making sure that you do your, your masks, you know, your face masks and, you know, different treatments and all that stuff. However you interpret self-care, just make sure that you hold yourself to a schedule and implementing that self-care in your daily life or in your, you know, your daily routines, your habits. Those habits will then turn into your frequency. Because if you do something frequently, it turns into your frequency. And again, I saw that on social media. If um, I'm so sorry, I don't know whose page that was on, but um, this is not my quote, but this is a quote that I will use in this episode. I don't ever want to take credit for something that I didn't create, you know, and that should be the same for everyone else as well. So make sure that your habits line up to who you want to be as a person and as an individual. Look at yourself, envision who you want to be. You know, if you're a young person, envision who you want to be in 10 years. If you're already grown, envision who you want to be in 10 years because you never know. Like, being, it's never too late to pursue your dreams. It's never too late to become the person who you are meant to be. It is literally never too late. Even though I'm in my early 30s right now, it feels like, oh man, maybe it's too late for me to do this, but it's actually not. It's basically your 30s is like your 20s, but you have a little bit more money and you have maybe a career, like a solid career. That's really the only difference. But it's in terms of age wise, it's not that much different. You're still young. 
you can do whatever it is that you said you wanted to do. There's a lot of people now who are being recognized for the work that they're doing now that they started when they were in their when they were a little bit older. You don't have to start everything when you're a teen or when you're in your 20s. You can, and if you do, good job, kudos to you that you were able to get there a little bit faster. But that doesn't mean that for everyone else who hasn't done it yet, that you're never gonna get there. Just start. Like Nike says, just do it, (laughs) okay? Just do it. I had a dream of creating a podcast when I was in my 20s, and I didn't even implement that until I turned 30. So... You know, it's never too late to do what you were meant to do. So make sure that you, whoever you envision yourself to be, envision them, think about what they would do in their daily life, their daily habits. What would make you as an individual now? What's going to make you one step closer to being that person who you dream to be and do it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Girlhood Podcast. I'm your host, Danielle. You can find this episode on all podcast platforms, and you can also follow us on our social media pages at Glowhood Podcast. And I hope to hear and see you guys in the comments and hope to hear from you in the next episode. Have fun and take this as um, some inspiration for you. If you needed to hear this, um, please let me know. So that way I can continue doing episodes like this. Thank you and have a wonderful day or evening whenever you're listening to this. Bye.